Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 209, the one where I am here doing the show instead of watching the Jeopardy Greatest of All Times tournament with my wife. What is that? <clears throat> it is, they get the three top Jeopardy players of all time, uh, Ken Jennings and two other guys whose names Not I don't Ken remember. Ken Jennings. The Ken Jennings. Um, and they basically put them together and see who's the best Jeopardy player ever. Are there three of them? Yeah, it's Ken Jennings and two other guys. Oh, nobody cares about the two other guys. Yeah. All I know, uh, Ken Jennings and one guy, like, they wore suits. They looked all professional. And then the third guy, his name is James something. He looked like he was going to, uh, after Jeopardy, go to his podcast where they talk about farts. Well, I mean, you know, is he on? does that mean he's on this podcast? Uh, I mean, we can get him on this podcast if we want. I'm sure it's easy. All we got to do is talk about farts. Yeah. Um, I only care about Jeopardy when there's the video game questions. Uh, yeah, I, it's a three-night uh, event, the Jeopardy Greatest of All Time. So I saw it last night, and they specifically picked much harder questions mm-hmm. oh, well, because they knew these guys were going to be on it. Yeah. But that I, said, when you get one of those right, you feel like such a badass. <laughs> yeah, well. More so than usual. My friends were doing one of those trivia nights. Yeah, I think tomorrow at like a bar or something. And mm-hmm. I was like, I am absolutely useless with any sort of trivia unless it's video game trivia. Because when they do video yeah. game trivia at those places and and Jeopardy even, it's easy. Yeah. To if they do video game trivia at like a place that's specifically video game oriented, I don't know about uh-huh. that. But if it's a place like Jeopardy or like a bar game night or whatever, yeah. I'm going to wreck house. See, I used to say that and then I did a trivia night and I got into a fight with the DJ over the semantics of what constitutes music from a film. Well, you are actually good at trivia. I don't want to toot my own horn, but yes, I'm pretty good <laughs> at it. Specifically film, comics, and like nerd stuff. Yeah. And it's TV and like TV just pop and culture sci- in general. Yeah. You're, you're legit good at trivia. If, if A lot of times when I get asked a question, even if I know the answer, I freeze up. Yeah. Oh, oh, what is it? Oh, I know it. Oh, it's so stupid. It's such an easy question. Well, yeah. I mean, it happens to be too because you get put on the spot. Yeah. You know, you think like, oh, I got this. And then you're just like, oh, crap. Where'd it go? You know? Anyway, Justin Coley. Hello. Joe Arts. Uh, Bryce Gagner. Black Rhythm. Hello, everybody. Hello, anyone and everyone who is here instead of watching Jeopardy Greatest of All Time. And a special hello to Pip Hardwick, Ashley Mikado, uh, Trip Gold. Jason Gardner, Aves, and uh, for being members here on YouTube. And also, thanks for the Toonie, Adrian Chefts, Broca. Could we just talk about comics and the MCU today? We can. We could if you want. Uh, I haven't read any comics today, um, but I've been trying to like read more. Like, uh, I just subscribed to the new Star Wars ongoing that Charles Soule is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I only read the first issue, but it's very good. And it's during the time period between Empire and Jedi. Ooh. which hasn't been explored yet in the new continuity. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because remember, that's that Shadows time. of the Empire territory. Yeah, they should, just, the day. They should just canonize it. Remake that. Shadows of the Empire. Just, just go, you know what? Just re-release it and go, it's canon. Yeah. Um, We are going to talk about this rumor of a new Nintendo Switch coming out this year, which I think is... Yes. I'm so sick of hearing about a Nintendo Switch Pro. But first, I want to talk about how there's a what? Well, I'm 
saying but first oh but first we're gonna talk about how there's a new nintendo direct coming tomorrow will there's a pokemon direct you shut the hell up all right last week i said there was a nintendo direct happening and when i was going through the list of nintendo directs i specified it has to say direct in the title i included fire emblem direct i included the the uh smash brothers direct this is a freaking direct it's happening just like I said it would, except it's Pokemon, and I had no idea that was going to happen. I don't think anybody knew that it was going to be all Pokemon. 20 minutes of Pokemon. Unfortunately, it's the worst case scenario where it's happening on Thursday, so we can't yep. cover it on the podcast. Yep. So, it's like, why even bother? And I'm, I'm, I'm being like this because most of the chat was saying that I'm out of my mind for thinking that there's going to be a Pokemon Direct. <laughs> I didn't present my case very well, but God damn it. You people got to listen to me more. Um, but anyway, I wanted to give quick predictions on what's going to happen in this Pokemon Direct. Okay. Since I, you know, I'm, I'm the, I just got all the predictions. You know. Hey, Bob was right one time, and all of a sudden, it's. <laughs> it doesn't happen often. I know. Right, we don't need notifications. Okay. We don't need notifications <laughs> to happen. Um. So quick predictions on what's going to happen in this 20 minutes of Pokemon that I did not. I did not know it was going to be Pokemon. Uh, we got to hear more about Pokemon Home and Pokemon Sleep. Yes. You remember Pokemon Sleep? Yeah, it was the one that was going to track you while you sleep. Yeah, I, I'll i play it. I'll give it a shot. I got to figure out like what it does. It's but... going to track you while you sleep. It's going to knock yeah. you out. Um, Pokemon Home is going to be their new like little hub where you store your Pokemon. Mm-hmm. We're going to probably hear more about that. That yeah. seems very important. Yeah. Um, and we got to hear about its integration with Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yeah. I think that's going to be a, 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 the biggest deal mm-hmm. in the Direct that's going to happen. Um, also, we're pretty sure that there's going to be previous gen Pokemon in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Like, where the hell is Squirtle? Where the hell is Bulbasaur? Yeah. Um. Th- apparently, they're like in the game files, but uh, they're not in the game. So okay. this Pokemon Home integration will probably bring along with it some previous gen Pokemon. That makes sense. Again, this yeah, is probably their way. Like they can't just put all previous gen Pokemon in the game. So this yeah. is a way of getting them to transfer over. Yeah. This is like uh, some people think they're gonna like one of the crazy rumors is that they're gonna have the whole national decks in freaking Pokemon Sword and Shield, which is just absolutely absurd. But uh, I mean, if they did, that would be awesome. But yeah, but there was no time between the controversy and now to actually do that. You know, true. Uh, but having uh, having previous gen Pokemon in Sword and Shield via Pokemon Home, I think, will make a lot of people happy because they didn't like that there was that the national decks isn't in it you know that yeah. not every pokemon is in it so uh people are gonna like this a lot if that's yeah. even gonna happen another uh <laughs> another uh rumor is that uh w- there's a rumor that there's smash brothers dlc announcement happening sometime soon okay uh and i think we're due for some smash brothers dlc announcement and if we're getting a Pokemon Direct, it's entirely possible that we're getting a Gen 8 Pokemon in uh, Smash Brothers, which I think people will be a little disappointed if the fifth DLC character is a Pokemon. Well, we have a lot of Pokemon, especially if it's a Gen 8 Pokemon. Keep in mind, it's, you know, it would be disappointing if this was it, but it was announced that we're getting more characters. 
True. So I think it's it sucks, but at the same time, there's still the knowledge that more characters are coming. If it wasn't the case, then yeah, it would be a total disappointment. The 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 rumors are that uh that it's gonna be like something completely out of left field or something that's gonna bring in like the the PC world into Pokemon. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. Um I think it's gonna be something completely out of left field, the 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 fifth DLC. Uh but because when they were planning these DLCs, I don't know if they knew that they were going to have another fighter pack. Yeah. I don't know if they knew there was gonna be a sixth to well, I'm sure tenth the DLC. The first five were predetermined. That's what I mean. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if they, uh, well, I mean, they could also just save that fifth one for the next DLC pack. Uh, they could have just moved it out of the way for a Pokemon. Yeah. It'd be really cool if they did another Pokemon trainer with all Gen 8 Pokemon. Uh, yeah. I know AJ would be very excited about that. <laughs> but uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't, uh, this is possible. And there's a lot of like the Venn diagrams overlapping here where this could happen. But uh, I, 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 think people would be upset if it's not something completely out of left field yeah uh but it's possible also possible detective pikachu for the switch we need a date on it we know it's coming for the switch yes where's the date so that's i'd put a lot of money on that happening Mm -hmm. uh another rumor it's kind of just people speculating pokemon let's go gold and silver i don't don't know think that's gonna happen because I mean, Nintendo lies all the time, but the Pokemon company themselves said that there were no plans to do anything with the Let's Go series outside of uh, Pikachu and Eevee. Yeah. And I believe them because Pikachu and Eevee... That, that's such an easily marketable thing. Pikachu's the most popular Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, and the original games. Uh, there's a lot of nostalgic value there. And there's a nostalgic value in gold and silver, but not as much. No, yeah. Nowhere near as level as the original. So I think it's possible i mean they sold really well but to come out this quickly uh i don't think so there's also yeah. ultra you know like the ultra versions of sword and shield or like you yeah know, like the pokemon gun i don't know yeah. about that either uh yeah no it's too soon for it i mean pokemon gun they'll probably announce at e3 if they something. even i don't even know if they will because this game is much bigger than the other games that they've made where they've made a third version or the ultra versions yeah true I mean, for this, it might just be DLC, like an expansion yeah. pack or whatever. I'm kind of hoping for some Pokemon Sword and Shield DLC. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. I just don't know if that's their their shtick, you know? I mean, it, it, this is an entirely new, like, uh, I mean, field DLC for a was never, Pokemon company. DLC was never, like, Zelda shtick and that we got DLC. Mario Kart got a lot of DLC. True. Odyssey got DLC. And Nintendo games are getting DLC now. And a lot of it in a substantial amount. So for Pokemon to come in and start doing DLC is like very easy to say, you know? No, you're right. uh, Nintendo and Pokemon like to do crazy stuff that we've never heard of before. (laughs) So like speculating on it's very hard. Um, Mm -hmm. we, We can only look through the past and see what they've done before and try to, that's how we guess. Um, like how we guess how there's going to be a freaking direct in January. Um, <laughs> but you never know. You never know with Nintendo yeah. or Pokemon. Uh, but that's it. That's all. That's the only uh, things I could speculate about the Pokemon direct. By the time you're listening to this, it probably already happened. It's yeah, happen and we're at, completely wrong. Um, yep. and, and yeah. At least two of those have to be right. 
Yeah. What's the next uh, game that needs to get remade? Diamond and Pearl? Mm, yes, I think. So, AJ? <laughs> I th- no, I think it is Diamond and Pearl. Yeah, so they'll probably announce... We got Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Yeah, so they'll probably announce, uh, you know, Blood Diamond and, you know, Evil Pearl or whatever. I don't know. What's the equivalent of Blood Diamond to Pearl? Black Pearl? Racist, you're racist. I don't know. Oh, Joe Ayert says Pokemon Snap recaptured. That was another thing I saw people were speculating. I don't think Pokemon. I think Pokemon Snaps. I think you got Pokemon Go, and that's the closest you're ever going to get to another Pokemon. Yeah. I mean, if they did do Pokemon Snap again, that would be fun. And I know a lot of people who'd get it, but. That needs to be a VR game. There needs to be a VR game, and then you need to be able to export the pictures. Yes. To your computer as JPEG files. Or your phone. Or your phone. Uh, a guy named Five says Pokemon Snap wasn't that good. <gasps> I agree. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> it was just... It wasn't a game. It, it was fun the first time you played through the game, but the problem is the game's so short and there's not a lot to do that the more you just play it, like it, it becomes boring real fast. Like the novelty rares off yes. real fast. I had a lot of fun with that game yeah. when it came out. And I had a lot of fun going to uh, Blockbuster and printing out the pictures on a little sticker. Yeah. You know, we had an opportunity to buy one of those uh, machines. Us personally? Yeah, the play and trade in uh, Huntington closed and had one of those machines that was selling it. I knew uh, Long Island Retro. Uh, no, what the hell is it called? Video Game Trading Post, uh, the greatest retro video game store on Long Island, where we filmed season three of The Backlog, they were going to buy it. Oh. Uh, but they said that to buy it and maintain it was one thing. Getting the paper for yeah. it was a problem. Yeah, because you can't, you just can't anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, that would have been, would have been sick to have yeah. one of those giant machines. Yeah. It would kind of be useless if you didn't have the paper. Yeah. Uh but yeah, no, that game was fun. It just wasn't really a game and and there's I mean, now there's it, it just in hindsight, it's just oh, I got a virus on my computer. Uh <laughs> in hindsight, it just it's just a freaking point and click. Yeah. You know? And you just point randomly until things happen or you look up a guide. It's one of those games. Yeah. Anyway, uh that's it for Pokemon. We'll get into the new Nintendo Switch stuff. But first we got a super chat from Dark Type Gaming with two dollars who says, Hey Will, thoughts on the new Harley Quinn show. I only saw uh, I haven't of it. I haven't seen much of it, but from what I've seen, it is surprisingly very funny. Um I enjoy the performances, I enjoy the the humor. It's very South Park esque. Yes. It's like it's like a mature. Yeah. It's probably the most mature thing they have. Oh no, that's not true. Titans is pretty, uh, pretty yeah. Mature. But it's it's like trying. It's 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 like uh, it feels like like a like a suit of fifty one situation <laughs> where they just yeah. curse for the sake of cursing. Yeah. No, Harley Quinn is definitely more like in the in the realm of like South Park and things like that. I mean, DC Universe, you know, for all its flaws and stuff, they they have a surprisingly good amount of original content. Um, I mean, a lot of it looks cheap and on, on a budget, but you know, it's good stuff. Uh, it's just a shame that it's probably going to fold, uh, when HBO max comes out. <laughs> what do you mean? 
because they've already said that a lot of that stuff is going to also be on HBO Max. Ooh. Like uh, Doom Patrol Season 2, uh, Stargirl, I think one other show. Is that gonna stuff be on, on both. HBO, the channel? Well, because HBO and DC are both owned by Warner Brothers, which are both owned by AT&T. Oh, they should just merge that stuff. At and yeah, AT&T is creating HBO Max to try to consolidate. So, you know, it's their Disney Plus killer or whatever. Yeah, they should just consolidate that. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. You don't need a whole app for DC stuff. I mean, DC Universe is very, like, niche and fan-centric. Like, if you're just into DC content, it is the perfect app for you because it has comics and shows and movies and, you know, special giveaways and, you know, social media functionality and things like that. But the problem is it is very niche and it is very specific, mm -hmm. you know? So I just, I don't see how they can maintain it at their current rate, you know, if, if the subscriber base is not going to be anywhere near as what HBO Max is probably going to be. We also got $2 from George McFarlane who says, are you guys friends with Arlo? No. However, we met him at too many games. Yeah, did we I, meet him? We did. <laughs> I don't know who he was though. Yeah, he exactly. He wasn't the puppet. It was the guy. And I yeah. don't know... Which one was him? Yeah. I remember... Like, <laughs> I don't know his actual name, and I don't know <laughs> which one of the people we were with was actually Arlo, but I know that he was there. And we were looking at him, and we we're like, is that Arlo? Nah, yeah. that can't be Arlo. Yeah. That might have been Arlo. Nah, that wasn't Arlo. That I was think, Arlo. No, I that I think Arlo. it was, but yeah. there was like three or four people that weren't YouTubers yeah. or were Arlo. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like weren't recognizable, but was we know Arlo was in the group that we were with. Yeah. So this year, if we do too many games again, we just got to be like, "Hey, are you friggin' Arlo?" But I also Let's don't want to. I also don't want to out him. Yeah, you know, like if he, if, yeah. if he wants to remain anonymous, that's fine. Mm -hmm. I'm cool with just you know hanging out with a dude. It doesn't need to be Arlo, you know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we also have. Two more loonies from a uh, Adrian. Oh, uh, I, I got that. horses in the back. That is a reference to Old Town Road is by Little Nas X. Because I know trivia. And, and we got uh, Lizdrin yeah. with 23 months on, U on Twitch. Almost enough to get the Gold Wolf logo next to his name on Twitch. Did you know that? If you get two years of continued support on Twitch, you get a little gold thingy next to your name. Anyway. Uh, I know that I'm now. He says, I'm using tilt controls. I get it. I don't. You don't get it? It's a Mario right. Kart. Oh. I'm using tilt controls. Hey, now we can finally talk about the title of the whole show. Yeah, great. There's a new what is Nintendo this again? Switch model coming out in 2020, Will. Bet you never done thought of that happening. Oh, here we go again. This is according to Polygon who distilled information from Digi Times. I read the Digi Times article. It's not well written. So we're going to read the Polygon one. Okay. Nintendo is reportedly working on an updated Nintendo Switch model uh, to be released sometime in 2020, according to Taiwanese electronics newspaper Digi Times. Oh, that's why it's Taiwanese. I didn't know that. <laughs> um, Digi Times reported the new Nintendo Switch model will be released in mid-2020 with production beginning at the end of first quarter 2020 which is sometime around march which is just way oh production beginning okay that makes sense we're not seeing this thing yeah 
then why would we see? Yeah, I guess holiday 2020. Anyway, the news lines up with a previous report from Wall Street Journal technology reporter uh, Takashi Mochizuki. Uh, Mochizuki reported uh, in August that Nintendo has ideas for further updates to the Switch lineup after those two models to make the platform's life cycle long. According to the DigiTimes report, Nintendo in, intends to in, to release the new Switch model with a magnesium alloy body and an up, update to the CPU. Uh, Mochizuki... Mochizuki's August report outlined Nintendo's intentions to release two new Nintendo Switch models, the updated Nintendo Switch with a better battery and the handheld-only Nintendo Switch Lite, which were released in August and September, respectively. So, uh, he got that right. So, he at least has some... Yeah. He knows what he's talking about, at least. Mm -hmm. Um... There's no concrete information regarding the potential upcoming model, but some are predicting Nintendo's next console is a Switch Pro device. You, you, you love hearing that. Dr. Sirkan Toto, CEO of game industry consultancy Cantan uh, Games, told GameIndustry.biz there's no doubt in his mind that uh, Nintendo will launch a Switch Pro in 2020, specifically after the summer holidays to counter the rollout of the ps5 and next gen xbox later in the year oh that's an interesting point toto suggests a retail price of 400 dollars, 399 with 4k support god bigger sizes and of course beefed up components well how much does the switch cost now 300 300 yeah so an extra 100 for 4k like makes sense Others are skeptical, however. IHS market technology analyst Piers uh, Harding Rolls told that's a that's some name told industry game industry is uh, that the likelihood of a Switch Pro device quote has significantly diminished since the launch of an improved flagship Switch and the Switch Lite. He also believes 2020 will be Nintendo's best year for Switch hardware sales since its launch. Uh, Nintendo of America spokesperson told Polygon it quote has nothing to announce at this time, of course. The original Nintendo Switch was released... Yeah, we already know. We don't need to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, so it seems like from these industry insiders, there's two completely different uh, branching speculations of this. Yeah. Either we're getting it or we're not. <laughs> right. Um, I think 4K support is weird. I don't think that's happening. That's bizarre. Why, why do you think it's bizarre? Because that's very... I mean, Nintendo, again, you can't predict Nintendo. They do crazy right. things, but that's very on Nintendo. Nintendo doesn't compete directly with these other consoles. So right. the fact that they're releasing new consoles, I feel like Nintendo isn't, they don't need to release something to directly. Yeah. It's not like this holiday season, moms are going to be like, should I get my kid an Xbox or a PlayStation or this new Nintendo, like a new Nintendo Switch isn't going to sway them one way or the other. Yeah. Um, and the fact that it's 4K, I mean, why you don't, you're not, you don't get a Switch to play in 4K. You get an True. Xbox or a PlayStation to yeah. play in 4K. Also, too, like they just came out with um, the revised Switch last mm -hmm. year. And I'd imagine they want to keep that on the market for another like two years at minimum. Yeah. Before so, they put out like the pro version or whatever. Uh, Piers Harding Rolls uh, suggested that this year would be the biggest year for uh, 
the Switch hardware sales. Yeah. Uh, even though the he he says the likelihood of them releasing a new Switch uh is diminishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if they don't release a Switch this year, it could still potentially be the best year for Switch hardware sales because it's just oh, been yeah. on the incline. And since the Switch Lite came out, uh, that just adds to their market share. Exactly, and. I think the second year of the Switch being out was astronomically better than the first year. Yeah. So this is the second year the Switch lights out. So it could do the same thing. Yeah. Um, but it's it's having an alloy body is weird. That's weird to me. This whole idea is yeah. weird. Well, I- it's not weird that people would think that there's going to be like a Switch Pro or whatever. I mean... Because we keep, we've got like new 3ds iterations, got new DS iterations, and now Sony and Microsoft are doing it on the home console front, PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X. So there's precedent for it, and now people are just wondering if Nintendo is going to follow that precedent, even though history has told us they never really do. No, and Sony already came out and said they don't compete against Nintendo because Nintendo is a, is great for getting gamers into the market. Yeah, they're they're a good entryway into gaming, and then when they're old enough, they can get a freaking PlayStation. Yeah, or they're thirty or thirty-two and still play Nintendo Switch games. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, people have been speculating there's going to be a Switch Pro coming out every year since the Switch was released. Mm-hmm. You know, every year they're like the Switch Pro is happening. Well, uh, they also when the Wii was out, every like every year they would say this is the year we're going to get Wii HD. Right. And then yeah, like the that's Wii, what I mean. Yeah, the Wii U came out like what was it 8 years later and it was a completely different system. Yeah. Well, that Nintendo doesn't think in specs, you know? Yeah. Um I I think if anything uh I've been I said this last year too. If anything we're getting a new Nintendo Switch. Yeah. That's like a slight redesign, maybe a little sleeker and a slight performance increase. Like they say in uh like uh the speculation from uh uh is it Sir Cantoto? Yeah. Which one of these guys? Uh well they they oh, no, that was the Digi Times report. Says it's gonna have an alloy body and an updated CPU. I think if it's gonna be anything, an updated CPU is a given. Yeah, I the, don't see them making a metal video game system. It's possible that could be part of making the whole thing sleeker. It's just having Maybe. like a metal version. But again, it's I would if I had to take a guess, I think it would be um a new Nintendo Switch, a slight upgrade, maybe a little sleeker. Mm-hmm. Uh and an upgraded CPU for better battery just like they did with this Switch version with the better battery life. It has a slightly better CPU. Yeah. Uh I think they would do that. And it would play the same games, and it would look. It would the games will run exactly the same. Maybe maybe slightly. It'll they'll load slightly faster. Right. I don't think this is anything to worry about. If you want to buy a Switch, just buy a Switch. Yeah. You know, it's not like don't wait for this. Don't wait a whole year for it. If this even happens, it won't happen until like later on in the year, at least yeah. September. Uh, but probably more likely October or November. But again, this is just speculation. We don't even know for sure what's going to happen. Yeah. Um. Again, I don't think they even need to do this. I think the Switch no. that they have now and the Switch Lite is enough to carry it into the new year. And Yeah. And again, you know, 
they're probably going to want to push the switch that they have out already that they just put out with the better battery life for as long as possible. Yeah. You know what? It, it took like three years for them to put that out from when the switch launched to last year. Yeah. Yeah. So there'll probably be another like two or three years before a switch pro or a new Nintendo switch or whatever. I think next year would be a smart idea because the whole yeah, the other consoles will have yeah. been out already. Yeah. Even though they don't really compete against them. Right. Um, yeah, like let them have their year. Be like, all right, you guys can release your stuff. We're still doing great. And then next year, boom, here you go. Uh, yeah. A new Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if they're starting production on this stuff in March. Yeah. Like they need more time. Maybe it could release next March. Then the Switch will be five years old. God, yeah, so long. Wait, no, this year is thir- the third year. Uh, no, Switch came, came out, out in 2017. 2018. 2019 2020 yeah this is the this is the start of the fourth year yes it'll be the third birthday in march so next year will be the fourth birthday yeah um that'd be a good time to release a new revised nintendo switch uh i think a revised dock is in order and a lot of people think that they could just make that 4k and make it make the dock upscale everything yeah. Um, because it's USB-C and there's USB-C graphics cards and you can do that with the processor that's in this. Um, I don't think that's something Nintendo would do. I think that's a little too tech savvy for old, the old boy. Yeah. Um, but I think that the dock needs to be cheaper because it's crazy expensive now for no reason. Oh yeah. They kind of stop. It's kind of hard to find a dock now. I, last time I checked on Amazon, Sellers were selling it for like 150 bucks. It's hard to find, uh, whatchamacallit, the AC adapter on Amazon. All that, you see are the knockoffs. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And, and like that makes it really scary for me to because I still want to buy a second adapter. I don't want to buy it on Amazon. Look at this Nintendo Switch dock, $185 on Amazon. And this is the, Jeez. this is the regular listing. Yeah. It's not even like a buy Nintendo. Well, no, that doesn't mean it. I don't know who's selling this, but this is the this is the listing when you Google it. Yeah. Um, I don't think you can buy it from a Nintendo right now. You can get the oh here you can buy the AC adapter right now. Oh yeah, because that oh, also no, works on the Switch Lite. Not from Nintendo though. Available at Amazon, Best Buy. Let's see it at Amazon. Oh, that's oh there it is. $30 from Amazon for the adapter. Yeah. Oh, there's the dock. No, yeah, you can't. So you can buy refurbished docks from Nintendo for 40 bucks. They don't come with an AC adapter though. Right. Uh, I recommend getting that if you need a dock. It's a great dock. Uh, I'm on Best Apple. Buy's website right now. And the only dock they sell is the Insignia one. Uh, this has a listing for Best Buy dock. Um. Oh, they they link straight to the Insignia one from the Nintendo website. That's crazy. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I didn't know that. That's insane. Insane's maybe a little overboard. We're just talking about a Nintendo Switch dock here. <laughs> but anyway, I think that it should be cheaper. I mean, they're not selling it now, so I think that, like, maybe they're working on something. Maybe. Um, I think it needs to be cheaper. I think that it needs to be smaller. It's just way too much plastic, and there's no reason to for it to be that big. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think they need to fix the power delivery situation that's going on. Mm, definitely. Um, make it actually comply with the USB PD standards so that you don't break your switch randomly. Yeah. And so that third parties can actually work on docks. Um, and put some freaking Bluetooth in there. It's very cheap and very small for the little Bluetooth adapter. Yeah. There's no yeah, reason it, why it can't be cheaper and have Bluetooth. Especially in 20, 2020. Oh, you know, and every... put an Ethernet adapter in there. Somebody else suggested that. Mm. There should be an Ethernet adapter. Well, they never put an Ethernet adapter on anything. That's a good the point. We, the Wii didn't have one. The Wii U didn't have one. That's a good point. Maybe they won't have yeah. that. Probably not. But I, I, in terms of any upscaling or like a pro dock, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. I think, again, just a slight upgrade in the dock. And I think I'd be fine with that. I think that'd be great. But, they, I mean, why do why should I want a portable dock? Like, just make it more portable, you know? Yeah. All right. So if they do make a Switch Pro or a revised Switch, they should definitely revise the dock as well. Yeah. And make it freaking cheaper, damn it. Uh, underscore says, Nintendo, Nintendo Refurb Store probably has one. Yes. I've purchased from them before. It is $40. And it is... I. If you need another dock, uh, I highly suggest that. But you would need an AC adapter also, which kind of sucks because the $90 dock comes with an AC adapter, I think. Doesn't it also come with an HDMI cable? I think so. Yes, it does. Yeah. But it's not $90 anymore. Where the hell are you going to get it for $90? Even the renewed one on Amazon right now is $110. It's so weird that like... They're not selling docks anymore. Yeah. Like, that's a major accessory. And people do buy multiple docks. I got to go to the Nintendo store. I might go tomorrow. Because uh, okay. I want to see if they have the docks. Because that'd be, that'd be super weird if the Nintendo store doesn't have it. Yeah. And I also want to see if they have that uh, Pikachu plushie where he looks like an old man. Where he's like oh, the yeah. Detective Pikachu one. I want to see if they have that. Because they have it online, I don't know. Well, at the Pokemon Center online, I don't know if they're going to have it at the store. Tux Pang says, get an M Classic if you want to upscale. I have one. A lot of my friends have been using it and like asking me questions about it. I don't like using the M Classic because I feel like people watch our videos to like get an idea of like if they want to switch or not. And even though it's just a slight performance upgrade if you don't know the m classic upscales from 1080p to 1440p on the switch and it cleans out some of the lines and looks a little nicer mm-hmm. very slight upgrade um i feel weird having that in my videos because it's like mine is going to look better than yours if you buy this you know what i mean yeah right don't like do you think i'm weird for thinking that uh f- yes and no i mean i don't think it's you know, because it's not that big of an upgrade. Right. So it's not going to look dramatically different. Um, But I also, too, I see what you're saying. You you want it to look like what other people are going to experience as well. Yeah, because, like, if you if you buy a Switch because you saw one of my videos. Yeah. And then yours isn't 1440p or, like, you know, is a little blurrier. It's, like, barely even. Yeah. But still, it's like a li- I, f- I feel disingenuous doing that. Yeah. But for streams, I mean, who cares? Yeah. Anyway, that's what we think about the new Nintendo Switch. 
the the, mm-hmm. the verdict is don't get your hopes up about a pro. Again, we're saying this again. Don't get your hopes up about a pro. <laughs> Um, but maybe we'll see something at the very least with a slightly better CPU. Yeah. Did we get super chats here? We did get super chats. We got Oopie Doopie with $5 says, I think the new Switch should be called Super Nintendo Switch. I actually kind of like that a lot. That's a great name for it. That is a great name. Yeah. It would probably be called the new Nintendo Switch, but yeah. I don't think they're gonna call it the Switch Pro. I mean, because that's one, that's PlayStation branding. Definitely don't think they're gonna call it that. I would bet a lot of you know every time yeah, they speculate when Nintendo's gonna call their system, it's always wrong. But the Super Nintendo Switch is the best name for it. Yes. The the mock up that we have for the thumbnail right now, it won't be Mm -hmm. the thumbnail when this goes archived. Um that it says in the corner, um, Nintendo Switch Up, which would have been a good name for the Switch Lite. Yes. But uh, it's not. Because everybody was like, it can't be the Switch Lite. I mean, it can't be a Switch with Joy-Cons attached because then it's not a Switch. So Switch Up would have made sense. Yeah. But it's not. Uh, George McFarlane with $2. Bob, the SN30 Pro was discontinued by it, but do get out of my face. So I went to go confirm this. I went on a... I went to go to 8BitDo's website. It's right freaking there. Uh, and it's down. No, I'm on their website right now. Oh, really? Because I was just on it and it's... Oh, it's up again. <laughs> Literally, when I saw that, when I saw his super chat, I went to go check and there was the there was a connection issue. But yeah, it's back. <gasps> what? Oh, I clicked the wrong thing. <laughs> I thought the, the link to Amazon linked to the wrong thing, but no, I just clicked the wrong thing. Yeah. Uh, do they have oh, a link to Amazon? Speaking of which, I found mine. Oh, you lost yours? Yeah, remember I couldn't find mine. Oh, did you? Yeah. Uh, is it was it in the same spot as my uh, Super Nintendo Nintendo Switch Online controller? No. That I don't know where it is. <laughs> did you also find my left PlayStation sock? I I, I lost that. No, I, I can't help the you there. Place. Cannot help you there. Uh, I they're selling it, man. Selling it brand yeah. new, unless they tweeted something. It's very dangerous to go to Twitter uh, live on on air. <laughs> uh, how about freaking? There we go. Did they say anything? 13 hours ago, they said Nintendo Switch Pro Plus for your Switch, Windows, as well as Mac OS. They tweeted about the Pro Controller. Yeah. So, I don't know what you talk about. We're, we're, cite your source. Yeah. And repeat it in the chat if I don't see it. Uh, we also got a dollar from William Boyer. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, all right. Oh, we're not done with Switch Pro, Will. Yeah, we're because we are getting the Switch Pro this year, whether we like it or not, except it's not coming from Nintendo. Oh, wait. Hold on. Pause. George McFarland with $2 said, I said SN30 Pro, not Pro Plus. Yeah. Smart but, distinction. But they're still selling the Pro. Oh, yeah. It's right there. Yeah, you go on Amazon... 
You go to their website. It's on their website. Maybe the original version, which they discontinued a long time ago, probably because of copyright issues. Did you hold yours up again? Because that just looks way too similar to it. <laughs> yeah, actual, this is exactly uh, it. A Super Nintendo controller. Yeah, the one they have right now, it's um, the buttons are one shade of purple, the lighter shade, and this like gray around it is gone. Yeah. Also, the start and select is uh, horizontal. It's not slanted. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Weird. Yeah. Unless they tweeted something that I missed. I don't know. I like the wired version. The wired version is cool because it's a lot cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't mind wired stuff. Adrian Chefitz Boca with Aluni, no, Tooney says, uh, pronounced Cheflim. I'm not reading that's <laughs> he pronounced a lot of I consonants. Think, <laughs> I think he said, like, phlegm, like you have to, like, like you're coughing up phlegm. Oh, so like, it'd be like Cheflim or whatever. Chefit. Um, you're just Adrian, dude. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he says, Did you watch Inhumans? Uh, yes, know it came ducks. Out. Don't don't watch it. It came out years ago. And oh. it was eight episodes and it was all all bad. And Brian nope. with five dollars says you guys are awesome. That's all. Thank you very much. Oh, that. thank you. What were you gonna say? I yeah, I was just gonna go on about don't watch in humans. Well, we're getting a new Switch Pro this year. Well, you know, you know it. Yeah, but it's not Nintendo Switch Pro. It's Alienware, baby. Yeah, so let's let, maybe we should just look at the tweet. Are they gonna have it here? No. Uh, boop. No. Uh, anyway, Alienware has this freaking like uh, Windows tablet. It's a concept right now, so it's not legit yet. Yeah. Uh, but it's at CES, which I I wish I was there. Yeah. Uh, it's a they call it the UFO. It's a Windows tablet. That runs games. It looks very large, and its controllers are very Switch-like in that they attach and detach just like a Switch does, and it even comes with its own little Joy-Con grip. Can you believe it? Oh, Uh, I can believe it. This article is very long. Uh, essentially a gaming PC in a tiny form factor with removable controllers. This is via Tech Radar, uh, who has a whole review on this. If you want to read more, you can just look it up on Tech Radar. Uh, the Project UFO is banking on the massive library of games that Windows 10 has to offer to stand out in the portable space. However, because it's heavy and will probably be extremely expensive, we're not quite sure who is going to be after this device. We do know one thing, though. It's really freaking cool. That's according to Tech Radar. It has a... The stand is the entire back. Yeah. And it looks like a switch from the back, except for the little uh, hexagonal little nodes. Yeah. Um, Price and availability. Because this is just a concept, we don't know when the Alienware Concept UFO... We'll see the light of day. If it does, in fact, see the light of day or how much it will cost, we honestly wouldn't be surprised if this device didn't launch until 2021. As of as for the price, because it's such a unique product that's packed with RGB lighting and sophisticated <laughs> U- a PC hardware. Yeah, RGB. It's got RGB. Of course it is. Uh, I don't know where. 
Sophisticated PC hardware, you should expect to pay a pretty penny for the concept UFO. This isn't exactly a direct Nintendo Switch competitor. I think it's cutting it close. Still, for well, anyone that loves the idea of Nintendo Switch but wishes that it had a little more power and the massive library that PC offers, this price uh, well be worth it. May well be worth it. Uh, they have a, they go on a lot more into details. Yeah. There's the freaking thing detaching. It looks just like a freaking Joy-Con. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say this is a Switch competitor. Uh, you can definitely make the argument it is a Switch knockoff. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot more specialty because it's not going to run. It's not yeah. as easy as like just dumping a game in it and playing it or I downloading a game from the eShop. I compare it to the difference between um, an NES Classic and a pre-made Raspberry Pi yes. that runs... Yeah. Yes, they both do similar things. Yes, one is proprietary and one is more open. But average Joe consumer who doesn't want to spend a lot of money is going to get the NES Classic. And that will probably sell more compared to uh, the more specialty thing that's really only for hardcore collectors and hardcore gamers. I'd go a step further and say that it's a Raspberry Pi with, uh, you know, the Pi OS and nothing else. Yeah, because this is just going to have Windows on it. Yeah, you have to provide your own games. Yeah, and you know, as opposed to just getting a Nintendo Switch where you could just yeah go on the eShop and download whatever game, and yeah, you could say, oh just download Steam and then get yeah. But this it's it's there's extra steps. Yeah. Also, this thing's gonna be like a thousand dollars. There's no way yeah. this thing's gonna be also. Like, you know, there's no guarantee that it's gonna run everything on Steam. Correct. You know, you know, it might be more powerful than the switch but that doesn't mean it's going to be able to run like shadow of the tomb raider at full spec or whatever uh underscore just dm'd me where is it oh here it is uh jessica chobot playing it on instagram oh he just sent me a screenshot of jessica chobot playing it can i mute this oh you know what it doesn't look that big it really doesn't look that big. It's bigger than a Switch. Also, oh, yeah. uh, I think Tech Radar said that it looks like a 720p screen. So it's a bigger screen than the Switch, but it's still 720, which is bizarre to me. I mean, it's still probably a bigger screen, but it's, you know, because you can get, you know, I have two 4K TVs and they're both different sizes. Yeah. I mean, that's a thing. Yeah, But, but I mean, if you're going to have a bigger screen in your trying to knock off the switch and you're a pc that's knocking off the switch why not just make it 1080p like that's uh, true this is dell yeah. technically yeah. display should be super cheap for them um but i guess it's because the power involved it's lower powered if it's 720 yeah um but at least have the option you know mm-hmm. uh i said a thousand dollars i'm gonna say 800 i, I thought you were gonna say two thousand no no, no. I, I, i'll say 800 is like a reasonable price for something like this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, they didn't say anything about specs. So we don't know what specs this thing has. Right. But they were demoing World War Z and they were demoing uh, the Division 2. And the people okay. who played it said that both of those ran pretty well. Uh, the minimum system requirements for World War Z are an i5-750 or an i3-530. 
uh, or an AMD Phenom 2X4. I don't, I'm, I'm out of the PC world. I don't even know what any of this means. Uh, eight gigabytes of RAM, which is pretty low. Uh, Windows 7. <laughs> uh, AMD 240 gigabyte video card or an NVIDIA 2 gigabyte uh, Intel HD 530. That's pretty low. Uh, and at least 20 gigabytes of hard drive space. And for the Division 2, <laughs> shut the hell up. The Division 2, uh, minimum, oh, it says 1080p, for 1080p, 30 frames. So I guess that's probably around 720, 60 frames. Uh, Minimum, Windows 7. Uh, AMD FX 6350 for the CPU and Intel i5. So this thing probably has to have at least an i5 in it. Yeah. Um, An i3 would be crazy. That's so old by now, right? Am I am I out of touch? Well, it's it's hard because you know, for example, the division requires an Intel i5 2500K, but uh, World War Z says i5 750. So there's different types of i5s. Well, I'm saying prob- that we got to go with the lowest common denominator. If it runs both of these games well, yeah, then it's got the lower. It could have at least the lowest spec of these two right. games. Right, I get that, but I'm saying just because it has an i5 doesn't mean it's the same i5 as everyone else. Right, right, right. Uh, the minimum requirement of the division uh, says VRAM two gigabytes uh, and DirectX eleven. So take that what you will. I mm-hmm. think this thing is going to be decently powerful. I think it's got to be less than a thousand in order to for people to actually want it yeah and the rgb is it looks like it's in like the thumbsticks so that's a weird thing it's cool i mean it shouldn't be a surprise that people are going to want to try and emulate the switch it's it's, it feels dirty doesn't it i think it just feels dirty because this is so similar yeah well it's like like there's nothing different about it nintendo Ha, like went out of their way to innovate in this way. Mm-hmm. The only other company that was doing it was Game Vice, yeah. and that really wasn't, you know, the way to go. Yeah. Um, this is a Game Vice for anybody who wants to see that. Um, but like, yeah, this like slots in the same way. It's like exactly the same thing as a Switch. Yeah. And you know, like Razer has the Jungle Cat, which is also very similar. Yeah. That's this guy right here. And this slots in pretty similar to a Nintendo Switch. Um But you know what sucks is that I'm gonna have to get this thing. That's what sucks. Yeah. Gonna have to get it and make a video on it and then break it in half and never touch it again. Hopefully it's only eight hundred dollars. It's weird. It's a weird it's a weird uh world we live in right now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll expect more because it, you know, Alienware is doing this now. Pretty soon, uh, Corsair is going to have their own. Pretty soon, Microsoft's going to have their own. You know, it's it's only a matter of time before more companies start doing Switch-like products if they don't get sued. I feel like, uh, not that they'll get sued, but that, with the exception of Dell, they're gonna find ways to make it 
you know, very unique from a Switch. Like, this prototype is literally just a Switch, mm-hmm. uh, but angled. <laughs> I mean, it would make sense for Microsoft to do it, because yeah. uh, if they're going to go the way of streaming, it'd be sick to have, like, a 5G, uh, uh, you know, like, tablet that's similar to this. Maybe yeah. lower powered just so it could stream. Um, that would be tight. Yeah. So Sony will probably do it too. They they can do weird things like that. Yeah, Sony would come out of left field and do something wacky and uh yeah, probably won't perform very well. Yeah. They should stick to the PS5. Oh, that's another news. We got the PS5 logo and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks exactly like you if you can close your eyes and picture a PS5 logo, that's what it looks like. I don't know what people were expecting cuz like people are mad that it looks exactly like the PS4 logo, but they used that font for the ps3 as well yes so people were and spider-man well no first they used the spider-man font on the original fat ps3 Mm -hmm. then when they redesigned it they switched Uh, the current font but it's like a slightly modified version of the same font isn't it no no radically different yeah it's a modified version of the ps2 font Uh... yeah yeah, no, that's the new logo. Where's the old? Oh, there it is. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It's very yeah. different. Um, I originally was going to be like, because people were making fun of it. And I was like, that, some poor graphic designer probably spent like two months working on just that five, you know, yeah. to make it look the yeah. way it does. But no, they didn't. They clear they they clearly did not spend a long time on it. It's very, it was it's very simple. If they probably have a font package and they just hit delete and put five. <laughs> yeah, probably. And kerned it. Because yeah. because there's nothing there's nothing you could do. It's just this is exactly the same curve that's in the P. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that's different is this is a hard angle here in the top left of the five. Yeah. Uh, and if it wasn't a hard angle and if they did the same curve, it would have looked like an S. So they had to do it that way. So this is mm-hmm. it. Probably took somebody like ten minutes, maybe a day to just sit there and go, oh, it's a pixel too far to the left. No, it's a pixel too far to the right. Um. But yeah. There's a lot of CES news, but a lot of it's trash. A lot of it's like yeah. nothing uh, very, very important. Uh, AJ in the chat says, they seem to be trying very hard to not acknowledge the Switch in press for this thing. The PR reps look very nervous whenever someone mentions it. <laughs> I feel like there's some grounds for a lawsuit because of the way that it slots in, you know? Yeah. I mean, Actually, well, I need to, to see a video of it slotting in. Yeah, ha- there has to be a, a. They have to determine how similar the mechanisms are, like not just the slotting in, but how the controllers connect to the system itself, um, the placement of certain buttons, um, you know how 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 it runs, how like the actual architecture works. Yeah, so. uh, I think that maybe they're announcing the concept just to see if they're going to get sued. <laughs> Because I mean, it would pro- just be a cease and desist. They wouldn't have to. They yeah. wouldn't have to give any money, you know. Well, also too, if it's just a concept, you know, then they have time to like tweak it and like figure out how they can make it different enough from the Switch so that they don't get in any trouble. Mm-hmm. But if they stick with a portable gaming tablet that you attach two controllers to the side of, they're going to get compared to the Switch no matter what, even if it's legally distinct. Yeah. No, you're right. I like to point out someone in the chat was spamming that this is clickbait because we're not talking about the new Switch anymore. (laughs) And then Fred timed about and said, 
click that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we got some super chats. We got George McFarlane with $2 said, oops, I'm stupid. Sorry. Oh, about the Switch Pro situation. Yeah. Well, where'd you get that? Where? where I want to yeah, know what happened. Not that you're stupid. Don't like, super chat. You just at me in the chat. But uh, yeah. yeah, where'd you get that info from? Yeah, because if somebody's spreading false rumors and lies about the SN30 Pro. We, we have to kill them. Yes. Uh, Dylan Kerpaul gave us $5 via PayPal. Love the channel. Thanks for all work. You, uh, thanks for all your work guys. Are you guys excited for the Pokemon direct? Yes. I'm not waking up for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just, you know, see. I'll catch see the it. news afterwards. Yeah. Uh, and then Ethan R with $2 D Y K. Did you know? Mario 2 isn't actually Mario 2. <gasps> I did not know that. It's been so long since I've seen this <laughs> meme happen here. I thought we were over it. Right, Dylan Kerpaul just gave us $2. As a graphic designer myself, I can tell you that for the PS5 logo, they probably made over a million options uh, for the logo, and they ended up choosing that one. Also, I like it. Very on brand. Smiley face. That's also possible. They, they I'm also... sure they... Yeah, they probably designed a whole bunch of uh logos and stuff and somebody was just like you know what she's the old one but with a five yeah they they probably had a lot of options ready to go yeah. so that means somebody spent like a couple months making a bunch of options they were like nah just delete the four and put a five yeah um anyway now we can talk about this Sonic Adventure remake situation there's according to the Nintendo Life, there's rumor that there's a music event suggesting that Sonic Adventure is making a comeback. <gasps> Nintendo Life says uh, next year is the 30th anniversary of Sonic the Hedgehog. So what are the plans? For some time now, there's been a theory Sega could be reviving the Dreamcast title Sonic Adventure. Now, in the latest development, there's a rumor Sega Japan is preparing for a Sonic Adventure-themed music event, which is believed to be taking place at the end of this year. Uh, this information was originally shared on the fan site The Supersonic Zone, which recently received a tip uh, claiming Izo uh, Sakamoto would be singing Open Your Heart at this particular event. Attached to this to the email... Uh, were two MP3 files featuring Sakamoto singing the song, uh, which can you can listen to on uh, the Supersonic Zone. Izo Sakamoto, I thought it was the Crush Forty guy who did "Open Your Heart." Uh, and he's a white man. Let's look up Izo Sakamoto. While you do that, in case you don't know, Sakamoto is the same individual who performed the original version of "Open Your Heart" when Sonic Adventure. Oh, did I read that right? No. Uh, no. Was first revealed. The fan site... Oh, so maybe it's a different version of Open Your Heart. Maybe. The fan site Sonic Stadium reportedly received the same two recordings and an extra one that's also believed to be real. In addition to this, the rumored music event will allegedly feature themed artwork, including one Sonic pose from Sonic Adventure DX, which with updated computer graphics. I haven't heard the term computer graphics used in a while. 
Sounds very 90s. Uh, when pressured, uh, when pressed for more information by Sonic Stadium, the tipster claimed musicians from all over the world were collaborating with Sega, including Johnny Gailey and T. Lopes, who recently oh, Johnny Gailey is, um, he's the guy who sings. He's the Crush 40 vocalist. Okay, that makes sense. And yeah. T. Lopes is the guy who worked on uh, Sonic Mania. Yes. He's very good. In April last year, Sega also rehired former Sonic Team artist uh, Hiroshi Nishiyama, which uh, apparently suggests all of these other recent developments might be for a big announcement, perhaps linked to a Sonic Adventure remake. So I don't think that any of this points to Sonic Adventure. No, I think that it's. I think that there's just probably something big and cool happening next year. You know, there there will definitely be a game. They've uh, Sega has put out a Sonic game every anniversary. Hmm. Sonic Adventure Two was the tenth anniversary. Generations was the twentieth. It makes sense. There will be a big game for the thirtieth. Um, it could be a Sonic Generations Two. Like, there's no re- like. Maybe they're just I can doing that. this so they can like go through the history of Sonic games. Maybe. Like this isn't necessarily I mean, it would, mean Sonic Adventure. I mean it would be cool if we got another adventure game. Because like that that's a very specific type of game that they really haven't done since the Dreamcast era. We've heard rumors of a Sonic Adventure remake for a while. Yeah. Um and I think that'd be amazing because that game mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a it, it's a good game. It just needs a lot of polish. It's a good game, asterisk. <laughs> yes, it's a good yeah. game that that needs some love. It was yeah. good when it came out. Uh, yeah. Sonic Adventure 2, I will say. Sonic Adventure 1, it's questionable. Sonic Adventure yeah. 2, the second it came out, the day it was out, awesome. A few months after that, completely obliterated by Mario, uh, Mario Sunshine. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, and going back and playing it, it's rough. But yeah. put a fresh coat of paint on it, and we'll have a good time. I saw that there's a there's a fan, you know, remake of Sonic Adventure Two that uh, just I just saw it on YouTube. It was like five days ago. No, oh, I didn't um, know there was one. Yeah, they they called. I forgot what they called it, but uh, they added a bunch of stuff. They redid the voice acting, which I did not think needed to be redone. I just the time the voice acting the timing has, needs to be redone. The timing is atrocious, yeah. but the voice acting itself was fine. Um, and the I don't think they fixed the camera, which is the most important thing they need to fix on Sonic yeah. Adventure Two. Uh, that's all I want is a Sonic Adventure redone with a better camera. But anyway, more Sonic stuff happening. That's really all we can gather from yeah. these rumors. Um. Matter. Fun fact, Sonic Unleashed in Japan is known as Sonic World Adventure, and it initially started as a direct sequel to Sonic Adventure 2. And then somebody at Sonic Team decided, you know what would be better if we ruined the game (laughs) by putting a Werehog segment in it? I wonder if it always had the Werehog, or if as Sonic Adventure 3, they just didn't have the Werehog parts. And then they were like, how do we we need to finish this game stat. How do we prolong the gameplay? No, I think it started off as one thing. And then like when they, when it became unleashed, they decided throw Werehog in it. They would do things like that because they were afraid they didn't have enough 
to um resources to make enough sonic levels because like yeah. you have to make those levels very long so they would throw things like werehog in there to like change up gameplay to have you do more things yeah that's so unfortunate yeah i mean sonic colors is a long game and that's a lot of that's just a basic sonic game with tracks and stuff so yeah. and that game's good i yeah they that's the only way to make a good sonic game is just make it all sonic yeah <laughs> And stop trying to slow down the gameplay with dumb stuff like a Tails level. Like a robotic <laughs> Tails level. Yeah. But it's hard because it takes a lot of money and a lot yeah. of time to make long levels that you play really fast. But these days, come on, man. Well, I feel like Sega can do it. do it. I just, you know, they just have to get their head in the game and focus and not try to throw in a lot of BS like... Uh, you know, Sonic Lost Worlds, they threw in parkour, and that sucked. Um, Sonic Forces, they threw in create a character and all this other crap that didn't work. You know. It, it, I understand because, like, they, Sega's afraid to invest a lot of money in it because Se- Sonic doesn't... They, they, there's been garbage games. <laughs> there's been garbage games, but Sonic games sell well. Yeah, they do. You're right. But they could so, sell better they, if oh yeah, the games were good. Better. So if they yeah. invest a little more time and money into the good parts of it, that, that it's just the leadership problem. Yeah, that, that they whoever's whoever's like spearheading these games or whoever the 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 people up top who are like being like get the game out. I don't care if it's finished. They got problems. Yeah. Anyway, we got two more things to talk about real quick. Okay, uh, one of them is that Nintendo now has a stylus. Oh, thank God. We needed that. According to Polygon, there's a new stylus for the Switch, and it is made by Nintendo. Nearly three years after the Switch's launch, Nintendo is finally seeing an official stylus for the console. The catch? It still isn't widely available, these mother effers. As spotted by Eurogamer, it goes on sale February 3rd for uh, £6.99, about $9 USD, Via the UK store, the stylus is compatible with games like Dr. Uh, Kawashima's Brain Training for Nintendo Switch and Super Mario Maker 2, though it won't work with the console when docked, obviously. All right, that's all I need to read. Um, okay. I, I feel like... Go yes. ahead. Okay. Uh, we There was a stylus that came packaged in with the pre-order of uh super mario maker 2 yeah but it was uk only also i think it maybe it was japanese also but we didn't get it in the u.s so this is uk only as of right now also why are they hoarding the styluses <laughs> it is very strange that we're not getting the stylus i feel like if they release brain training here then they're gonna be forced to sell the stylus here that's another thing yeah. Where the hell's brain training? I want that game. Yeah. I, it's J- Japan and UK only right now. Why isn't it in the yeah, US? Yeah, I don't understand it. And I know you can just get a US, uh, UK eShop account, but I want to get it for my mom. I don't yeah, want to get like a UK eShop account. Brain, brain Age was like one of the biggest games on the DS. It's what got many people to buy a DS yeah. in this country. So it, it doesn't make any sense that you would just not bring the latest version of it to America. It's and, and it's it's not a localization issue. 
Like it's yeah, already it's in English. Yeah. What's the problem? Is there money involved? Do they have pounds instead of dollars? How, how much money like do you think it would cost to bring that game over? It's not a triple A game. It shouldn't cost anything unless yeah. there's like some weird conversions like like dollars or if they do like a metric system versus the imperial system for some yeah. reason. Um even still they could just leave the metric system. We know what that is. True. Very weird. Yeah. Very very weird situation. But mm-hmm. anyway, we're getting a stylus. I hope Dr. Uh I hope the brain training situation is okay on the Switch Lite. Yeah. Because I'd like to get our mother a Switch Lite. Because I feel like she'd like that more than an actual Switch. Yeah. Um, but there's some functionality with the Joy-Con, like the IR sensor. I don't think she's going to use that uh-huh. anyway. But um, I also want to get her Animal Crossing when that comes out. <laughs> and the, the catch is going to be she has to play it so that I can observe and see. <laughs> so I can make a video around it. Yeah. Uh, oh, AJ says U.S. has the best trained brains. Obs, yeah, because we don't need the brain training. That's what it is. We're super smart. Um, all right. So the last thing that we have here is something I was supposed to get an email about, but I didn't. Uh, Hyperkin is at CES. Wish I was there again. Yeah. There's a cube. They made a cube. Not this, just any cube. It's a Game Boy cube. This cube-like console uh, play will play every Game Boy game on your TV. This is according to Nintendo Life. Uh, Hypercan has just lifted the lid on its next game system, the Retron uh, Junior, which plays Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance games on your TV. That is freaking awesome. Yeah. The cube-like system connects to your television via HDMI outputs 720p. That is not awesome. Well, like, like, come on. How much no. more work would it be to make a 1080? A lot. Because, first of all, all of Hyperkin's retro systems are 720p. I know. Sec- second off, uh, remember, it's software emulated, not hardware emulated. So it's easier for systems like this to upscale uh, video game consoles that ran at 240p. It's easier to upscale it to 720p because that's only a three times upscale. To upscale it to 1080p is 4.5, and it doesn't scale as well. So that makes sense for stuff that's either hardware emulated or just is the hardware, like original hardware. Right. You know? But since it's software emulated, why is it so hard to do that? Probably because it's also cheaper to do 720p. It it shouldn't be much. It's freaking 2020. You'd You'd be surprised. Like, how hard is it? To software emulated 4.5 scale. Like, it shouldn't be hard. I mean, it shouldn't be, but, like, to get it right? That's what, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's just software. Yeah. It's not like they're doing it through the hardware. Anyway, uh, it comes bundled with an SNES-style wireless scout controller, which can be connected to the console via a 6-foot USB-C cable. The unit also showcases a 3.5 millimeter headphone uh, socket. That's that's a weird way to put it. And a link port, which presumably allows two Retron Junior systems to be connected together for games which support multiplayer 
multiple players. That is freaking awesome. Uh, is the link port an actual? I think it is. Like an actual Game Boy one? That'd be sick. Because then you could just plug it into an actual Game Boy. Yeah. Uh, the Retro Engineering was actually teased back in 2017. When someone when some believed it was a prank rather than a serious gaming system. Uh, there's no solid release date as of yet. And Hyperkin has told us that the unit will be based on emulation rather than FPGA technology, which is their thing. Like they usually do uh, software emulation. Yeah. With Analog releasing a Game Boy style handheld this year, 2020 is shaping up to be pretty interesting for retro fans. Who knows? Perhaps Nintendo will release a Game Boy Classic. I think Nintendo would. I think if they're going to do it, this is the year. Yeah. I just don't know if they will because, you know, they'd have to put a screen on the device and that that would jump the price up by a bit. Yeah. $100, I think, is pretty reasonable for a Game Boy Classic, you know? Yeah, but you have to put, like, a lot of games on there to justify that price. Ah, 20 games. It's got a screen. That's the that's the justification. I guess. I mean, any screen they use will be better than what was we originally had. True. Um, Do the Analog Pocket have an output to a TV? No, right? Can't do that. You had to buy a dock. Oh, right. So, okay. So... That's some pretty big competition. I'm assuming yeah. that the Hyperkin Retron Junior is going to be way cheaper. Yeah, because well, Hi- Hyper, how all of Hyperkin's Retron consoles are like fifty bucks compared to analogs, which are close to two hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, this is going to be two hundred. The uh, the analog, yeah, Game Boy is going to be two hundred, and then more money for the dock. Yeah. It was like 50 bucks or something for the Yeah. Box. So this uh, Retron Jr., there's no way this is more than 50 bucks. Yeah. I can even see this being like 30 bucks. It's also a terrible picture of it. <laughs> I can get a better picture. There it is. Gizmodo has some good pictures. I just went to the Hyperkin uh, Instagram. I'll give it a like Hyper- too. Why not? Yeah. Um, there it is with friggin' Pokemon in it probably the only game they had and that's the controller that's uh coming out with it yeah that's cool it's not too big uh i can put my freaking game boy camera in it so i'm happy uh but again the analog pocket that's gonna be my jam what do we have a day for the analog pocket not yet i mean the analog pocket much like all at what analog does it's like you know specialty like high-end stuff this is much more of a casual thing um also hyperkin usually takes a really long time to release stuff yeah like they had a game boy that they announced at ces like three years ago Mm -hmm. um that we haven't seen at all so they like announced it and then never talked about it again so it's possible that this takes a long time to come out or it just doesn't. But anyway, that's pretty cool. More CES news. Uh, other than that, I don't know. Uh, that's that's all the news, Will. We got a lot to unbox, though. All right. Uh, I'm to unbox to, to get packages. Yeah, and uh, because... I can't see you on the monitor. I'm not going to be able to see what it is until like five seconds later. Uh, delay. Can I do this? This might screw up everything. 
Let's see here. Boop. Yep, that screws up everything. Okay. <laughs> Stop presenting. All right. Um, what am I going to do? Oh, well, why don't you read some Super Chats while I do this? Okay. Wait, are we supposed uh, to do Tweet of the Week? No, right? Unboxing and then Tweet oh. of the Week. Read some Super Chats. Hold on, I lost the chat feed. My computer is running so slow. We also got a donation. It's on Twitch alerts. Okay. Uh, Dylan Kerpal with $2. The Switch is also three years old now. What do you guys think of the state of the console? Also, do you feel like the menu needs an update? Why does my 3DS have a better menu than my Switch? Wolf Sonic, Wolf Sonic, Wolf Sonic. I don't think... Oh, the Wolf Sonic is... Uh, that's an emote. Okay. I don't think... I think the Switch has a great menu. I think just because it doesn't have themes doesn't mean it's a bad menu. Yeah. I think out of all of the consoles out right now, it might have the best menu. Look at what it's up against. It's up against Xbox One. The which Xbox, had a the Xbox menu. menu is terrible. The PS4 one is very similar. Yes. So. Yes. But it, there's more crap. There's more crap on the on the PS4 one. The Switch menu needs folders. Yes. That's I'm the. Not, I'm not saying it's perfect. Yeah. It definitely needs work. I don't know about. I'm, I'm cool with not having a background. I don't need a freaking background. Yeah, that's fine. But, but no, it definitely needs folders yeah. of some kind. Um, but I'm okay with it. That doesn't play music. I turn the music off. Oh, no, I got a theme for my PS4 that replicates the PS2 um, menu. So there's no music. It's just ocean noise, which is so much more pleasant. Um, yeah, I don't need music. I don't need fancy wallpapers. I don't need sounds and stuff. Folders and like probably easier access to some of the menu items. And like that's really it. I feel like a bigger thing they need to improve is the eShop on the Switch because that's pretty bad. Um, but yeah, otherwise the menu itself is fine. We got another super chat. Though. Yeah. Nonprofit 26 with $5. Um, Really great and funny videos. Love the channel. So I just wanted to say thank you. Wolf Dan is pretty much why I finally got my own Switch last week. Congratulations. Yeah. And thank you for your donation. We appreciate it. All right. So this, I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Oh, God. Everything that comes from China, they just they make a brick, like a cocaine brick, and it's just yeah. taped to hell. Um. This is the new sort of uh, pocket go situation. Oh. I don't remember what it's called. I think that's what this is. How am I even supposed to open this? Get to over here. I wish I could help you, but I can't see. Well, you can help me by filling time. <laughs> uh, why would I do that? You're here doing so well on your own. Pocket Go. Let's get this bitch open. Oh, yeah, baby. Here it is. I will have a video on this eventually. A lot of other people already made videos, but I just got it. They were supposed to put our logo on the back, 
And that's part of why it's so late. I also didn't check my emails for a while during the holidays, but uh, mm. they were supposed to put our logo on the back. Then they're like, ah, it's taking too long. Do you just want it without the logo? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I don't care about having the logo on it. Oh, it would have um, been nice if it did, though. Yeah, it would have been cool, but I'd rather, you know, have it well, sooner. Just, just slap a sticker on the back of it. That's true. And all these stickers. If you ever see me at a convention, you can get all these stickers. Yeah. Um... So let me get the old Pocket Go. Yeah, because I was going to say, that kind of looks like the old Pocket Go. <laughs> it's finally showing up on my screen so I can see what it is. Ooh. Uh... Boom. It's, it's, like a, it's like the big brother. <laughs> there they are. Uh, does it have any juice? Power button. Oh, there it has juice. Nice. Oh, it's making sounds. Yep. Oh, it's got a it's got Google Chrome on it. Really? Oh no, I think it's just the Chrome logo. It's a file uh, explorer, but it has the Chrome logo on it. Interesting. I was gonna say, does it run on Chrome OS? Does it have games on it already? That's another like. All right, so. This came with game. The Pocket Go, the original one, came with games on it already. Yeah. And I was afraid to say that because I didn't know if it came with games on it for just me because I'm a reviewer. Yeah. Or if it did that for everybody. And I think it comes with games for everybody, which is that's cool. Which is that's uh, very illegal. <laughs> yeah. Not, true. They're not licensing those games. Um. Yeah, it's got it's got regular Shinobi for Sega Genesis. Alex Kidd, Fantasy Zone. What do you want to see on here? Art type. <laughs> so is that only one analog stick? One analog. Oh wait, yeah, it has it has an analog stick. I didn't even think. I didn't even think about it. Just that. one. It's got one. Yeah. It doesn't have anything on the right side. It has two shoulder buttons. Oh, because yeah. this can play PlayStation stuff. Oh. Again, the menus. I'm having a hard time with the exit. Is start. <laughs> um, Pico Drive. Oh, it's got Pulse Man. We're playing Pulse Man. Nice. Let's see other. Oh, yo, that's freaking Pulse Man. All right, hurry up. If it does PS One games though, it's just throwing me off that there's only one analog stick. Yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah, I'll have to see how that works. How do I turn the volume down? There we go. I should probably see how our PS1 game works, shouldn't I? Yeah. Pulse Man is a game that only came out in Japan. It's very good. Yes. And it's made by Game Freak, wasn't it? Was it? I don't know. I might be making that up. It. It's it's one of the best. Uh, yeah, Game Freak. It's one of the best uh, Sega Genesis games, and it was only Japanese. And I couldn't find it when I was in Japan. Uh, it did come out in America as part of the Sega Channel in 1995. True, which and then was released in the Virtual Console for the Wii, which our mom wouldn't let us have. Yeah. Uh, so one of the problems with the with the Pocket Go is screen tearing. Mm-hmm. I don't see that happening here. It usually happens when there's fast movement. Uh, I need to move faster. It's possible that there is screen tearing, but. 
Did the first one have screen tearing? It had very bad screen tearing, but yeah. I don't see it. It's not really happening, but I'm not, I feel like I'm not going fast enough. This game is a very fast game, though. But no, it looks beautiful. The screen's beautiful. I'll have a okay. full review on this eventually. Uh, I'm not going to play the PlayStation game right now, even though you probably want me to see it. You probably want to see it. Oh, it has a USB-C port. That's that's awesome. Modern. How do I turn you off? It like freaked out when I turned it off. <laughs> All right, next. All right. Uh, for that, Corbin15 with $5. Awesome videos. Thank you for your time. <laughs> Thank you for your time. And your money. Same thing. This is it. Oh, cool. All right, this is from Retro Fighter. We like Retro Fighter. You know what Retro Fighter makes? Uh, the Brawler 64, right? Yeah, and here it is for PC, Mac, and Switch. I just talked oh. about a N64 Switch controller, and now the Brawler 64 works for the Switch. Nice. So, looks Can you like look you're up doing how much a follow-up video. Look up how much. I'll do a follow-up if they release more N64 games, because right now, it's just Turok. That's ridiculous. You need to play hey, uh, you, you need to play Turok. Dude, I haven't played Turok since the N64, and I didn't really like it back then either. You need to play it now. It is... In, that game is insane. Yeah. That game is very strange. Oh, yeah. No, I know. You have a good memory. I don't. So when I played it, I was like, wow. Yeah. Uh, I re th This is an amazing controller for the N64, the one that I have for the N64. Yeah. I have a video on the N64 one. Um, so this is probably going to be really good. One the of the problems with the one that I have is that the, uh, the thumbstick... I got the very early like Kickstarter one. Yeah. The thumbstick clashes if you press in the bumper. Um this they fixed that in this. Uh they, they also gave me pieces to fix it myself and mine. I just never actually did it. If you buy the original, it won't have that issue. They fixed yeah. it. Yeah. Um so the Retro Fighter Brawler 64, the Nintendo 64 version um, sells between $35 and $40, depending on which color you get. I thought they had the uh, new one on Amazon already. Uh, let me look. Oh, $30 for the USB model. Oh, that's not a lot. So that's $10 yeah. cheaper than the uh, Hyperkin one, but that one's wireless. And it has yes. a little save slot situation. This this has a... Well, no, it doesn't. It doesn't have the... Uh... Oh, also, the Hyperkin one isn't USB. You need to get an adapter. Right. I forgot about that. And that adapter is another, like, $10, $12. So, actually, this ends up being a lot cheaper. But it's not wireless. So, mm -hmm. so I guess it's good for emulators. Retro Fighter also sent us another thing. Is it their Genesis model? Oh, you bet your ass it is, Well, Nice. And this is for... I think we have the USB one already, don't we? I think so. Yeah, this is for uh, for use with a Saturn or Genesis. It says Mega Drive. Same thing. Um, oh, it's backwards in here. You get a little guy? 
What was I gonna say? The Genesis and the the Saturn have two different uh, port connectors. Is it? Is this is um, have just one or? Nope, it's got both, baby. Oh, nice. That's cool. We need to get ourselves a Sega Saturn. It's got the yeah. thumbstick. That thumbstick, I think, was only for Nights into Dreams, and that's it. <laughs> I need to. Uh... I need to play some Sega Saturn. I don't think I've ever played a Sega Saturn. I haven't played Sega Saturn since we used to go to Sears and they had a kiosk for yes. it. Uh, didn't RGT make us? No, he did a 32x manual. He did a third a book on the 32x, which I oh right, 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 yeah. So that's cool. Uh, yeah, we have. I think we have the USB version of this. I think so too. But I haven't tried yet, which I would yeah. love to give a shot at. Yeah, we got one more thing here. It is Godiva, <laughs> the chocolate. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think this is screen. It says Amazon fulfillment. Um, Screenwave likes our our management likes to send us uh chocolate for the holidays it's okay. usually got like some promotional thing printed on it it's a few weeks after the holidays so well it might have taken a while for us to actually get it all right um unless you got it you didn't get any chocolate right i didn't when, get anything when, well when you when you took when you got the stuff when you got the packages like two weeks ago that was no i've whatever those those are the retro the vape do controllers uh metal storm there's no chocolate in there. All right. Godiva. I'm going to start breaking out here. They say chocolate doesn't make you uh, get pimples. It doesn't. It's malarkey. I get to break out every time I have chocolate. Or are you smearing it all over your face? That's probably the problem is that I'm smearing it yeah. all over my face. Who got this? Is there a note? <laughs> It's just a giant I, box of Godiva. I'd hope so. Otherwise, this could probably be poison. I don't see a note. I'm very confused by this. Holiday chocolate and truffle collection. Is there going to be a note inside? No. Who sent us freaking chocolate? <laughs> Actually, AJ would know. He's on screen wave. Did they send you chocolate? Uh, feed it to your roommate first to see if he gets sick. <laughs> I'll take the hit, Will. I mean, it came from Amazon. Yeah. It's pretty lazy. A screen wave usually do a custom uh, print on it, you know? Maybe you open Ooh. the box and it's... It's all in the shape of like our faces, like all the different screen wave personalities. I got an overwhelming smell of chocolate. There you go. There's, there's, a, there's some chocolate. What should I eat first? I have the lion uh, head one. What What does that taste like? I don't know. Let's find out. You don't have the guide with you right there? I don't read the guide. Oh, you got to read the No, I like to be surprised. No, anybody who tells you don't read the guide is a jerk. Oh, oh caramel. We're safe. Okay, that's good. I like to take the risk, Will. I don't. I like to play it safe. All right, well, thanks for the chocolate, whoever sent me chocolate. 
I think it's uh, screen wave. AJ said they sent a custom chocolate bar. I didn't get one. So who the hell sent me just a freaking Godiva chocolate? Maybe I have a secret admirer. Maybe. Maybe you have a secret admirer. <laughs> I hope not. Um, there was no address on the package. It says Amazon. It was so shipped weird. to Bob. Yeah. Not Bob Wolf. Bob. It has my phone number on it, though. Hmm. So, uh, gonna have to yell at whoever sent this to me. Yeah. Um, weird. Very. Very weird. It's probably screen wave. Anyway, that's it for the unboxing. I'm happy I got the pocket go. And the retrofire stuff. And the chocolate. Mm -hmm. I'm happy with everything. Everything's great. Now, we can do the tweet of the week. Tweet of the week! Tweet of the week! Tweet of the week! And this one is by Eric Bador. And it says, Why no Mr. Sippy? <laughs> I thought that was I remember a, when you retweeted that. That was a solid tweet. Yeah. Do you know who Eric uh, Bud Bador is? No. It, it, his description says local... Uh, Oh, and I can't say that word. <laughs> he was the producer of Mega 64. He did like their podcast. Oh. And now he works for Rooster Teeth. Okay. Uh, he's a very funny man. I thought that was a very good tweet. And then he also yeah. followed up that tweet and said, uh, feel like I tweeted this before, but it bears repeating. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now is when we talk to you people. Yes. As always, you can reach us on Twitter using the hashtag WolfDenLive. If you love to comment on last week's WolfDenLive, this is the part of the show where we will finally answer you. And of course, ladies and gentlemen watching us at home, please start leaving your questions and comments because we will get to them when we are done with everybody else. <sighs> All right. Uh, I did do... see on Instagram uh, earlier before. I didn't save it, but it's... Uh, when you when you download Rise of Skywalker, but the subtitles for Endgame, and yet it still matches up, <laughs> and it's the scene where Palpatine and Rey are like it's their last stand, and the subtitles for Palpatine say "I am inevitable," and then Rey says "I and I am Iron Man." Oh God, I'm a big fan of the uh, you know the very last scene in Rise of Skywalker, the very last oh scene? yeah the infamous one. Oh, I'm a big it, fan of those memes. Oh, like the one I tweeted? Yes. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. All right. Uh, hashtag. Uh, we got someone adding you, Anchor. Yes. It says, have you read Grant Morrison's Super Gods, which chronicles uh, the comic books and its cultural impact since the golden age? Would love you to do a video on that one. Are you a physical book, an ebook, or an audiobook person and while you read that i'm gonna have another piece of chocolate so i actually responded to him a few uh, a few days ago when he tweeted that because i didn't see that, that he put the hashtag in there um and i haven't read grant morrison's super gods i have this book that you got me super graphic which is not the same thing i want that book give uh, me that book what uh give me that maybe, book. maybe no um <laughs> grant morrison's super gods yeah it's all about the chronicling of like comic books and their rise and the cultural impact and stuff uh, i haven't read it yet I'm afraid to because Grant Morrison usually writes things that are much smarter than I am. Uh, he, he's 
very articulate and out there and bizarre but like it all makes sense in a weird grant morrison sort of way i would love to read it because from what i've heard of it it's very interesting um i i like physical books i try to read more ebooks because they take up a lot less space in my house um as part of the whole trying to read more comics i'm trying to you know use comiXology a lot more and i've never listened to an audiobook but i'm not against them the problem is audiobooks um are like 20 hours long. So like by that point, I just read the book. You break it up into days, you know, it'll go by. Yeah. I mean, it takes, it already takes me like a week to listen to one podcast now. What the hell are you doing? Driving to work. (laughs) But yeah, you're like very close to work anyway. Yeah. I'm still confused why there's no, uh, no. Oh, Did I throw the note? Maybe. No. Nope. Still very confused. Um, we got Luke Antone. Oh, also the chocolate I just ate had a ha- uh, like a hazelnut sort of uh, cream in it, like a like a Nutella. It was very good. I like that. Luke Antone says, hey guys, when do you think we'll see some new HD remakes of older Nintendo games on Switch, and what do you want those to be? There's rumor that we're getting two new Wii U games for the Switch soon. Nintendo does weird um, stuff with HD remakes. They don't usually do them. If they do them, though, they go all out. Like, yeah. it's not like when Sony did an HD remake of Shadow of the Colossus for the PS3. That was just uh, up res. Uh, when Nintendo does HD remakes, they do HD remakes. Like, they don't they don't futz around. Uh, there's rumor that uh, Super Mario Bros. 3D World is coming to the Switch and possibly Pikmin 3. Ugh. Yeah, I know. Um... Otherwise, it makes a lot of sense. So does Pikmin. I mean, yeah, people like that game. I mean, all Wii U games coming to Switch makes a lot of sense because more people own a Switch than they did a Wii U. And look at the other ones they re-released. They sold better than they did on the Wii U, even though they're yeah. old. So, so, um, I want to see Mario Odyssey. Uh, no, Mario Sunshine. Also, yeah. Galaxy. I would love to actually play Galaxy. I only played a little yeah. bit of Galaxy, and I, I think two. And as a Mario fan. Yeah. I should be ashamed of myself. Uh, but no, I want Sunshine. Give me Sunshine. I want some GameCube games. Yeah, GameCube in general. Yeah, but I don't think a lot of these games need to an HD remaster. I just think they need to just put it on the Switch. Yeah. You know, these a lot of these games don't need much tweaking. Where am I? I'm lost. Who am I? Adam Canas. Says, Bob, have you used any Bluetooth audio adapters for the Switch? And if so, any to recommend? I feel like I talked about this on stream the other day. Um, I'm not a big fan of, like, audio situations in general. Like, that's why I don't really talk about, like, headphones for the Switch or Bluetooth adapters. Because, like, I don't like wireless. Yeah. Like, I'll take wired. I'm fine with that. Uh, I don't like over-the-ear headphones. I like these little earbuds. And I just use these for everything. So I feel weird like doing audio stuff. Also because gaming audio is 
usually overpriced and not very good. Yeah. Oh, I mean, for the Switch, I have a cheap pair of like $5 headphones I bought at Target. And those work perfectly fine. But even for like, you know, PlayStation and Xbox, like the Turtle Beaches are the ones that everybody gets. Yeah. And they're not like they're good, but they're like, you know, you can get a freaking Sennheiser headset that sounds way better for cheaper. Well, I mean, that's that's a thing in general. I mean, most of the times high end audio equipment, nobody can tell the difference between that and cheap stuff. Yeah. That's why so, I, that's why I don't like talking about it. It's weird. It's a weird like these Audio Technicas are like six years old or whatever, and they were like, you know, more money than I've ever spent on headphones. And these are the lower end models, and they're I don't think I'll ever need another pair of headphones. I again. think those are industry standard, those headphones. Yeah. Oh, I actually just brought headphones from home. Uh, these are the headphones I've had for like over ten years. Tell me I forgot them. Tell me I forgot them. <laughs> Where did I put them? God damn it. I put, I, I had them in my hand before I left. Anyway, they were Sennheisers. They're very good. They go over the year. Uh, I'd like barely use them though. I only use them if I need to check something. Yeah. Uh, and then I just put them away and use my speakers again. Anyway, uh, I haven't used any Bluetooth adapters. I have the gully kit one. I have not actually tried it though. So another problem with the Bluetooth adapters on the Switch is that when the switch came out, there were a million of the exact same Bluetooth adapter, just with different names on Amazon. You could probably still find them. You talk uh, about the ones that plug into USB C port. Yes. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I'm sure they're all fine. Yeah. Uh, Zach Stone says, "Sorry, boys, but you got me to switch off and watch Jeopardy. I'll still watch <laughs> later, though." <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen. We don't blame you. Yeah. It's probably more exciting. As long as you watch later, we don't. We're happy with yeah. that. We'll take it. Uh, last week's Wolf Den Live. Let's plow through this. Thomas um, Milnick. Anyway, if you ever have an opinion on how someone else plays their games, then you have a disorder. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, I'm fine with. I'll, I'm fine with the that. You should. You should just let people enjoy themselves. Yeah. Uh, Christoph Skalski says, in my opinion, using the rewind and save states is okay. It saves me time, which I don't have unlimited amounts of as a 30-year-old man. But I also never understood bragging about it uh, or pride in beating a game. Also, it's worth mentioning that the difficulty of many old games was directly tied to business's model of the arcade cabinets. The games were hard because they wanted to squeeze your young ass uh for as many coins as they could also that's true i'll add that uh it's because you spend money on this game it's probably all that you have you want to get as many hours out of it as possible and instead of a long game they just make it hard i'll i'll add that also when blockbuster and like rental stores came into prominence a lot of games were made harder so that you couldn't beat it in a weekend true that's true so there's a lot of artificially making games hard back then for one reason or another. The famous example is Lion King. Yeah. Uh, I agree with everything he said. Yeah. Uh, I, I probably made it sound like it's not okay to use save states last week, but I'm. it's okay to use save states. You can yeah. use save states and, and, whatever, and uh, re- rewind or whatever. It's just that uh, it's disingenuous to then say, I beat the game. You have to like... 
add on that you use save states. In my opinion, that's just my uh, dumb opinion. I, I feel like save states is one thing. Like, um, rewinds, you might have to preface and cheat codes. You definitely have to preface, but if it's save states just to get around the in-game save feature, you know, like sometimes that doesn't work right. But if it's save states for like, you know, you have to get up and go to the bathroom or like you want to pick it up tomorrow. Well, that's, I, that's fine. I use save states in Mega Man X just to get around the password. You use it like basically as a rewind feature. Well, no, 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 no. I use save states in Mega Man X to get around the uh, password because uh, it had a password system so every right. time it would show me a password i would just hit save well that's like you know that's to me that's no different than you know using it to pick up later you're using it as a yeah, replacement yeah. for the game's original save function which was archaic right but that's different than say like getting to a part in a level like there's a mm -hmm. jump that's hard and just saving you know saving and then like reloading your, every time you fail creating yeah. your own checkpoint yeah. That makes the game easier. Yeah. That uh, that I understand. Anyway, Trench Food says instead of beating the game, maybe just saying you've completed the game is more <laughs> objectively accurate. I don't know. I think that's the same. It's 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 like very similar, you know. He says also, what if you finish Cuphead while jacked up on coffee? Were uh were do drug related where do drug related enhancements start coming in? I mean, they do test esports players for drugs. Not coffee, though. Not coffee. Coffee's a legal drug. Yeah. I say you're fine. If you were doing Coke or Adderall that's, that, or any of that yeah. stuff, then that's a problem. It's probably questionable. So you have to affix that to you beating Cuphead. I beat Cuphead. Yeah. Asterisk. I was high on Coke. Yeah. Eleven Colvex Colavex says all rewind does is make the game less tedious because you don't have to redo certain sections over and over. This is the reason developers added the feature in the first place: improve playability in a modern gaming landscape. It does make the game easier because you don't need to execute multiple feats in a single attempt. So I think any game you beat with rewind needs an asterisk. That being said. If you shame people that use Rewind, you're an elitist asshole. Uh, all you're prov proving is you have more free time than the person you're shaming. I think I also agree with what he says. Yeah, I mean, he, he's not wrong. I mean, yes, technically, if you can beat a game without using Rewind feature or anything like that, then yes, on a technical level, you are better at that game than somebody who did use that. But that doesn't mean that your way of playing is any more right or wrong than the, the other person's way. You know, the other person just used whatever means he had available or she had available um, to progress through the game, to find a way to beat the game. Yes, they had to use outside means, but they still found a way to beat the game. I'll also add that uh, if you beat the game way back in the day on the console itself, like doing everything traditionally and you're mm -hmm. playing it again using rewind and safe states, I think there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, you've you, proved your point. What you, more do you have to... Ex exactly. Yeah. Chris Dixon, which I heard left a lot of comments and was pretty much being an <laughs> asshole, uh, says, Will is playing the progressive PC riding the fence-ish again. I don't know where that's coming from. Surprise, surprise. 
<laughs> Lowering the rim on your d- driveway basketball hoop and claiming you can slam dunk is BS. No ifs, ands, and buts about it. Same applies here. So, Will, he's saying that. Save states is lowering the hoop in your driveway basketball hoop. Uh, Yeah. If, you know, if I want to feel like Shaq, you know, the easiest way to do that is to lower the basketball hoop so I can jump and make the rim. I think we're on the same page here. I don't know why he's being such an asshole about it. <laughs> well, anyway. I mean, yeah. You know, you, you lower the hoop so that kids can have a fair shot at playing. Ba- so are you going to go to a nine-year-old? Yes. And tell them, no, you're not really playing basketball. That hoop needs to be 10 feet in the air. And you can't have your dad pick you up and do a slam dunk. You got to do it yourself. USJW beta cuck, son of a bitch. I think Chris Dixon would. Did you ever hear Gary Vaynerchuk talk about how he doesn't let his daughter score on him? No. He has like a seven-year-old and he plays basketball yeah. with her. And he goes, I'll never, she'll never score on me. Never, ever. And they're like, she's seven. And he's like, I don't care. She needs to learn that she needs to do it with her own abilities. So his seven-year-old daughter is probably playing on like a 10-foot basketball hoop. Yeah. And he's just freaking dunking on her every second yeah so that's same same concept anyway now we're in the actual chat and we got some more super chats and stuff nice what was the last one we got last one we got was from uh dylan kerpaul so we got uh non-profit 26 oh, no, wait, i read that never mind you got non-profit yeah oh uh, oh, uh the Black Rhythm 99. That's the most recent one. Uh, he says, love you guys. Love the show. Go buy coffee. Zelda Breath of the Wild. Should I buy the DLC? If yes, then I need this $10 back. I never played the DLC, so I'm the wrong person to ask. Yeah. Ask the chat. Is the DLC... Well, how about this? Did you love Breath of the Wild and play a lot of it? If you did, then buy the DLC. And unfortunately, if you want to get the money back, you have to do a chargeback or something because it's in yeah. YouTube's hands right now. Um, Go buy coffee. Oh, with the money. I get it. I buy coffee all the time. I love coffee. I've been watching this YouTube channel. The guy's name is James Hoffman, and all he talks about is coffee. And I'm just, I'm sucked in. Nice. We read Corbin15, who gave us $5. Awesome yeah. videos. Thank you for your time. Oh, yes, because yeah. thank you for his time. Anyway, now we're in the real chat for yes. a hot minute and then we gotta leave uh switch cat says really shouldn't be shaming people regardless remember sponsors uh sportsmanship thought that that was a thing back in the day listen man if the guy can't dunk on you then sportsmanship's out the window got a that's point a, that's a joke i'm joking uh, uh jesse mccowan says people used to think contra on nes was hard it's hard man it is what, what's this used to nonsense uh oh i just had it where'd it go oh there it is no i lost it again damn it my life is a mess uh mr brockerock hey boys this question is more for will any movies <gasps> you're excited for in 2020 uh what i can't be excited for movies no, because you don't go to the movies. <laughs> I barely go to the movies. Uh, I think I'm most excited for Wonder Woman. I don't think that should be a surprise. I don't know if you know this, but there's a scene in it where she uses her lasso of truth to ride lightning bolts through the sky. Right. It's pretty rad. Uh, I'm excited for No Time to Die. I think I've realized uh-huh. the Daniel Craig James Bond movies go 
awesome, bad, awesome, bad. So we're due for an awesome one again. The last one was bad? Uh, Spectre? Yeah. Yeah, no, it wasn't good. I actually don't think I saw that. I think that's the only one I didn't see. It's the one with Christoph Waltz, and he's, you know, he plays this guy, and then, oh, surprise, he's Blofeld, and oh, surprise, they're stepbrothers or whatever. It's If it came out that, if I saw that and like that, was the twist i would i'd be like okay like i don't really like it's not a big deal to me Blofeld. i it's it's one of those things where like you kind of have an idea that he's playing Blofeld, but they like hide it from you and then they like they reveal it like it's supposed to be a big surprise even though it was obvious i'm more upset that they threw in a stupid uh you know half uh stepbrothers angle to it because it is unnecessary it's unnecessary depth and yeah. connection that didn't need to be there right um like you know the the uh, andrew garfield amazing spider-man movies were like oh he was predestined to be spider-man or crap like that it's unnecessary or you know something like saying that your grandfather was the most evil man in the galaxy who died four movies ago well i don't want to start anything here will but <laughs> Let's move on to something else. Like AJ All saying, right. Bob too is excited for Wonder Woman, right, Bob? Yes, I love the last movie. You know, a movie I'm surprisingly excited for, and I didn't think I would be. Uh, Top Gun. And I think yes. it's just because it's very obvious they're using real fighter jets, mm-hmm. and Tom Cruise is actually flying them. Can can he do that? I mean, I know he has his pilot's license, and for Mission Impossible Fallout, he, in like less than a year, got his helicopter's license, and then his helicopter stunt license. Jesus which Christ! It's supposed to take longer than that. Well, you know, he's probably just like, "How long is it gonna take?" All right, here's a lot of money, and they're like, "All right, we'll yeah. sign anywhere." Uh, uh, so I, I don't watch a lot of Tom Cruise movies. I mean, the guy's a weird guy. He's a weird guy. I mean, I, I don't love. Actively... I I love like the clips from all of his movies. I love the yeah. Mission Impossible clips. I see you. You love Mission Impossible. Yeah. I mean, I feel I don't like actively I would like go out and seek Tom Cruise movies, but like a lot of the movies he's been in have been excellent. He's made a lot of crap too, but right. like all of the Mission Impossibles are good. Uh, what was it? Top Gun. The original Top Gun is very good. <laughs> Um, Collateral, which I think is the only movie where he played a villain. Like that looks that's awesome. A great movie, yeah. That's the movie where he uses the Nokia that that I had, but like the yeah. newer version of that, like yeah, flips yeah. out and has the keyboard. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a weird guy, but he makes good movies. So at least he's uh, not touching kids or anything. No, he's just promoting a weird religion. Yeah. Uh. We still in the chat? Yeah, we're in the chat. Yeah, we're still in the chat. Uh, Zach Stone says, guys, I'm back from Jeopardy. And then he spoils Jeopardy. I don't know if I would read that. <laughs> well, it's not like I'm going to watch a rerun. Uh, who was it? Who won? Who James won. Think? Oh, uh, podcast guy. <laughs> so him and Ken are now tied one-to-one, I think. Like, I want more. I don't know where this is coming from, but Dan Kaz in the chat just says... I didn't say being Jewish is bad. <laughs> I don't know where that's coming from. 
Jeez. Joseph Alva says, is it bad that I'd rather play uh, with my Switch than hang out with my girl? I think you got to... Uh, gotta you, reevaluate your relationship there. <laughs> if, you're you're the my girlfriend called me to to smash me personified. Yes. yes. Listen, sometimes you just want some time to yourself. But if it happens yeah. too much, then you got a relationship problem. Yeah. Uh. Now a lot of people talk about Tom Cruise now. Yeah, we ruined the chat. It's our fault. Yeah. Uh, Charles Quackenbush, Bob, have you heard that the latest uh that the last DLC character for Smash will be the Rocket League car? I did hear that. Really? That's real? Uh, it's a re- that's a real rumor, but that can't possibly be real. I think Jeez. an assist trophy or... Yeah, an assist trophy. That's it. Yeah. I think at most we're getting an assist trophy with the Rocket League car. That would be awesome. But yeah. a whole freaking... I mean, they put, a, they put Piranha Plant in the game. Yes. So they could do a Rocket League car. But they very that, could. How? They'll find a way. It would be that would be the most out of left field that they could possibly yeah. do. But I wonder when we'll actually hear about it. Maybe there'll be another Smash Brothers announcement in a few weeks at the end of January, maybe. Yeah. Um there was an update in Smash Brothers yesterday. There was server oh, maintenance yeah? and then they updated the game. All they did they I mean, they they took down the online for this update. All they added was amiibo support for uh Richter and uh, Dark Samus. That's all they did. Which I don't know why they need online support to do that. Uh, uh, Marco Sparatelli last week, Will says, I don't like fantasy with a Star Wars shirt on. Space fantasy is fantasy. different. Yes, different. We mean like high fantasy, like your Lord of the Rings, your Harry Potters, your Game of Throneses, things like that. I like Lord of the Rings and some of Harry Potter, but I'm not going to go out of my way to see it like I would like a sci-fi movie or something like that. Yeah, I don't like... Uh... We talked about it even then. We, we uh, I, yeah. don't, I don't like uh, fantasy like dragons and uh, yeah. freaking, uh, wizards and stuff. But yeah. I like Destiny, which is sci-fi fantasy yeah you know yeah like i think if it's like you know medieval times and things like that that's cool maybe i'll check it out or whatnot but i'm not gonna like rush out to see it you put like lasers and computer chips in there then yeah i'll start to think about it guillerme reyes says i haven't been with my girlfriend personally in more than a month because she wants to complete the whole assassin's creed series (laughs) it's like the journey she has to go through before she can see you again. Yeah. It's going to be a long journey. There are a lot of Assassin's Creed games. Yeah. And it's not very rewarding playing those games. All right. Oh, last one. Kevin Stagno, favorite cereal. I'm going to just say Lucky Charms. I don't eat a lot of cereal, but I think that's a great go-to. Apple Cinnamon Cheerios. I will fight anybody who says otherwise. That's That's good. Yeah. Honey Nut Cheerios are also good. Honey Nut Cheerios. I just bought myself um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch because it's the taste you can see. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for hanging out, everybody. Yes. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, Wolf Den Live is every single Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on YouTube.com slash Wolf Den. If you can't make the show... For any reason at all, we always put it up as an archive version on Thursday for you to watch on demand whenever you want. 
If you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us, you can do that as well. We're also on audio podcasts on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. And if you listen to us on any of those platforms, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us because that helps us with placement on those respective stores. Also, if you want to watch just a little bit of Wolf Den Wolf Den Wive, <laughs> or Wolf Den, if you want to watch a little bit of Wolf Den Live, or maybe you want to send a clip to your buddies and whatnot, then head on over to Wolf Den Clips, where our good friend Eric Henley takes this week's episode and cuts it down to bite-sized chunks for your viewing pleasure. Uh, you did a little Elmer Fudd there for a second. I did. I did. Guys, head on, also head on over to twitch.tv slash wolfden. Oh, the follow button's not there. All right, well, you know what? Pretend this is twitch.tv slash wolfden. Go <laughs> here and click the little follow button. Make sure the notifications are on so you know when I go live. I usually only go live on Tuesdays and Thursdays, so you won't get too many notifications. Also, AGDQ's going on right now. You should watch that right now. They're doing uh, oh, yeah. They're doing Ocarina of Time right now. Oh, look at that. They did Snake Eater before. I missed it. Um. Anyway, yeah. Turn the notifications on tomorrow, Thursday night. Uh, I think I might be playing. There's a, there's some rumblings that I might be playing. Uh, Super Mario Royale. Ooh, again. But I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to see. Thank you guys for hanging out. We'll see you later. Goodbye. Bye.